Welcome to the Early Career Moves Podcast, the career strategy podcast for BIPOC folks in their 20s and 30s trying to figure out their next career move. I'm your host, Priscilla Weninger Bolcha, Latinx career coach, former talent recruiter, and human capital management consultant. Each Friday, I'll share an actionable tip to help you on your career change journey so that you can job search with confidence, land amazing job offers, and get on with your life. Let's get started. Hey, y'all. What's up? How's it going? Welcome back to the Early Career Moves podcast. Today is episode 82, where I'm going to dive into more around how to start figuring out your own career personal brand. And so I talked about two episodes ago, how I define personal branding. And I think of it as who you are, what you care about, and how you make an impact in the world. And I also introduced the concept of a brand promise. And a brand promise is what you promise people that they can expect from you every time that they interact with you. And this concept comes from marketing. So for example, when you think about Walmart versus Amazon, these are two very different brand promises. You know, you might think of Dunkin' Donuts versus Starbucks, different brand promise. And it's not necessarily a good or bad thing. They're just different value propositions. And people also have brand promises. So when you think about Michelle Obama, Will Smith, Elon Musk, these are people who have brand promises and they are telling the world who they are, what they care about, how they choose to make an impact in the world. And so in the last episode, I talked about how personal branding is communicated in two ways. You either show people your personal brand or you tell people your personal brand. Ideally, you're doing both. If you have not heard that episode, go back to that because it's really important. If you're someone who is relying on showing and not telling your personal brand, that's something that can really hold you back in your career. And it's going to be hard for you to even receive this next episode and start crafting your personal brand if you're afraid of telling people about all of the wonderful things that you bring to the table. So today what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the step-by-step process for how to start to write out words and sentences that you can start using ASAP to start to build your own career personal brand. And so by the end of this episode, you're not going to necessarily have perfectly clean sentences or a perfectly clean bio or a perfectly clean personal brand statement. That's not going to happen yet. This is more of a brainstorming exercise. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk you through each of my categories. So number one, who you are. Number two, what you care about. Number three, how you make an impact. And I'm going to share with you what are exercises that you can do for each of those categories so that you can start to collect as many words and phrases from those exercises. So this is a writing exercise and a thinking and reflecting exercise. And so you're going to want to grab a journal, your favorite beverage, and start to write as many words as possible as you go through the exercises that I'm about to introduce to you. And by the way, this is the first stage of what I do with my clients when I start working with them for six months. We start to write out and figure out what is their career personal brand. I start to ask them these questions questions and they start to think about them, many times they've never even thought about it before. Or maybe they did many years ago when they were in college or grad school, but This is a time for you to take stock, figure out how have you changed? What's different, right? And so that's what I'm gonna guide you is through this exercise so that you can come out of this with a 
bunch of words and phrases and you can start to play around with them and figure out which ones you like, which ones you don't like. It's kind of like an outfit. It's like trying on clothes. And so in the next episode, I will talk more about how do you start to formalize those words into sentences and how can you start to use them in your job search materials because that's obviously the next part of this process. But right now, it's just brainstorming. This is for my people who are like, I have no idea where to start with my personal brand. Here we go. All right. First category, who are you? I have four inputs for you, okay? We start with identities. Identities should be pretty straightforward. What are the identities that are most important to you, that you're most aware of on a day-to-day basis, that you're most proud of, okay? For me, just to share a few words would be being a woman of color, being Latina, being first gen, child of immigrants, 34-year-old married woman, being a Texan. Those are just some examples. But come up with as many as possible. This is an exercise where you don't want to constrain yourself. You don't want to censor yourself. Your brain tries to do that. It tries to be like, well, not that word, right? Like overthink things. This is not a time to overthink. This is actually a time to underthink. And so write everything that comes to mind when you think of your identity. Write as many as you can and then ask yourself, what other identities am I missing? Okay. All right. Next category, personal interests. What comes to mind when you think about personal interests that you really enjoy and bring you a bunch of joy? Some of them for me are walking, talking to my girlfriends, riding my Peloton, doing strength classes, traveling. I've been to almost 30 countries. I've always got a trip planned. Love planning trips too. Being a foodie, checking out bars, podcasting, coaching people, helping them change careers. Those are just some of the ones that would come to mind for me. But what are they for you? And write as many as possible. Okay. Even if it's something you haven't done in a long time, but you're like, I remember I loved doing that, write it down too. Like, let's say you used to go salsa dancing and maybe you haven't done it in a long time, but you remember that it brought you a bunch of joy. Like, write it down. The next category is strengths. Y'all have probably heard me talk a lot about strengths. I first introduced it on the podcast on episode 10, where I talk about how to overcome imposter syndrome. And one way, of course, is to be aware of your strengths. You've got to first start to bring awareness to your strengths. So this input, the strengths one, takes a bit longer. What I have all of my clients do and what I recommend that you do too is that you take the Clifton Strengths 34 assessment. It's $60 online from Gallup. I have everyone do this and then we spend a whole session going through their strengths. There's 34 of them. You get a list of top five and you actually get the whole list ranked and you're able to see which of the four domains do you over index on, okay? And so that's really good insight for you to figure out what are your strengths, what gives you energy, and then what does not give you energy, what drains you. That is part of who you are. And so you want to spend some time doing some reflection on this. What are my strengths? Reading through the descriptions, reading through the examples that they give you and then think about, am I using my strengths? How am I not using them? How have they shown up in my life, personal life, work life? What really resonates with you? Use the report to also pull out words, phrases, 
sentences that really resonate with you where you're like, oh, that feels totally right. Like that is me. Like that's what I want you to write down. Okay, moving on from strengths is your core nature. So core nature is how the room feels different when you're in it, when you walk in, the natural energy that you bring on a regular basis. And so this is one where you actually need to get feedback from very close friends and family that you trust. And so what I have my clients do is email those people, like four to five people, and ask them, you know, what is it like when I'm in the room? How does the room change? When have you seen me at my best? What am I doing? What are the best qualities that stick out to you about me? Okay, this is a vulnerable thing. I know lots of you are going to hear this and be like, oh my God, I don't want to do that. But honestly, you're going to collect really great feedback and you're going to see some trends that helps you build your confidence and it helps you also give you words and language to describe how you show up in a space, how you show up on a team, how you show up in this world. And you might surprise yourself by what you hear. You might see a trend for something that you had no idea was even something that was a core part of your nature. For me, I did a 360 feedback thing at work many, many years ago. And a theme that I saw across feedback was that people thought that I, they really appreciated that I kept it real with them, that I gave it to them straight, that they always felt like I was being very, very honest. And they really appreciated that and helped build that trust. And so I was kind of shocked. I didn't know that that was something that people saw in me. I had no idea. And so that kind of stuff, like you can only learn that if you are taking the time to ask people, like, how am I showing up? This is why executive leaders pay certain firms a lot of money to do 360 feedback reviews because they want to become really strong leaders and they want to get feedback from like, how am I perceived? Because we have an idea of how we show up in the world, but then we're perceived actually in a very different way. So it's one of the most painful things to kind of realize. You're like, I think of myself this way, but you're actually perceived in a different way and it's important for you to bring some of that awareness. And this is like an easy win because it's with trusted people who you know, they're going to say positive things about you. Okay, so moving on to the next category is what you care about. And this one is pretty easy. These are the things that you're passionate about, that you spend time thinking about. And there's two inputs here. One is your values and the other one is your nerdy passions. So your values is pretty straightforward, but I think about it in two different ways. So I think about your worldview values. This is like super big picture, what you probably typically think of when you think of the word or the word values. For example, equity, social justice, integrity. You can think of a few of those. But then I also like for you to think about what are your personal values on a day-to-day basis? And the best way to think of about your personal values on a day-to-day basis is how you spend your time and how you spend your money. So if you look at your bank statements and you also look at your calendar, if you keep your calendar up to date, or if you were to do a time audit, that is where you can really see what is it that you value? What are you prioritizing in your life? And this is important because it's a part of who you are. It's like what matters to you and on a day-to-day basis. So for example, one of the things that matters a lot to me is I like to 
have a pretty firm boundary between my personal life and my work life. And that was something that became really important to me about four or five years ago. And I work really hard to have pretty hard boundaries between that. I don't let my work life just bleed all over the place into the weekends and late nights and as much as possible, right? I like to have firm boundaries in place and I like to have time for myself in the morning before I start work, before I log into my computer. I don't like waking up and immediately starting to work, that doesn't feel good to me. And so I prefer to maybe get up a little earlier. This doesn't always happen, but when I do, you know, I like to enjoy my coffee, spend time journaling, trying to go on a walk, spend time with my dog. Like those are the things that I really value and I really, really value makes my mental health better. It just makes me more productive, happier. And so I also want you to think about what are the things that you value on a day-to-day basis? What fills your cup? So you're doing two things here. Not only are you getting clear on what matters to you that is part of your personal brand, but it also allows you to start to think about like what are opportunities for you that are going to allow you to keep those values in place and be able to be true to those values. So it actually serves you later when you're doing more of that career exploration work when you are really clear on what you value on a day-to-day basis. Okay, so nerdy passions. These are topics that get you excited in a nerdy way. So think about topics that you have thought about either in school, in an academic setting, in a work setting. And it's topics where you're like, whoa, that's really interesting. Like, I want to work on that. We all have some kind of topic that is actually like really interesting to us. And that is like that nerdy passion space. For some of you, this is going to be really easy because maybe you already have a PhD or multiple graduate degrees and you actually love learning. That's going to be easy for you. For some of you, it might take some digging and that's okay. So for example, you might be passionate about how to get more venture capital funding into the hands of people of color. It could be, for example, organizational culture. Like that's something that for me is super interesting. Like why is it that some companies are so good at creating strong cultures and others aren't? Like to me, like I would actually read an article about that. So think about it that way. Like what would be a New York Times article that you would actually like stop and read about? And that can be a really good test. So if you have New York Times or some other magazine, some other news outlet, what are the articles that make you kind of stop and it's like a little bit nerdy like it's not like your typical pop news pop culture it's a somewhat off the beaten path topic that you're like that's really interesting another way to think about this is let's say you were assigned an assignment at work what would be a work assignment that you would be like oh that's like super interesting I I would want to do something like that so try to think of those examples and write as many examples and words as possible okay for me Some examples are like leadership, coaching, developing others, um, DEI, like entrepreneurship. Like those are things that I find super interesting. Okay, last category, how you make an impact. There are two input categories here skill set and greatest hits, which is basically your past work accomplishments. So for skills, this will be very straightforward. Think of all of your past experiences, go through each one, think about what are the skills that you've developed 
And you don't have to be an expert to write it down. This is, I see this a lot with my clients. Like they're like, well, I'm not an expert. So that's not a skill that I have. Look, if you are just 10% better than the next person at Excel, write that down. Okay, like you have some skill proficiency. Maybe it's not high proficiency, but if it's like medium or you feel like you'd be able to do a work assignment using that skill, write it down. If you were hired tomorrow in a job and they asked you to do something to use that skill and you would think, yes, I can probably do that, write it down. Okay, so then for greatest hits, that's just like, what are experiences in your work history that you're really proud of having done? A lot of the time, this is when we have overcome obstacles, when we've done hard things, maybe in a constrained amount of time, maybe in a challenging situation, like what are moments where you were like really proud of what you did? And also for those of you that are like, afraid of seeming arrogant or self-centered think about it in the sense of service how have you helped others how have you helped your team how have you helped others reach a goal okay so think of those experiences write them down these can be phrases they're not full sentences all right by now you should have pages and pages filled with words and phrases that are all part of your personal career brand brainstorm, okay? And that is what I want. This is not perfect. This isn't like a perfectly written statement or anything. This is really just a collection of words, phrases, you're doing reflection and... What you want to do is basically like try these on, like try saying them out loud. Try saying like, this is the kind of person I am. This is the kind of impact that I've had. This is how I like to help others. Like answer those questions using the words and the phrases that you just wrote down. Who are you? What do you care about? How do you choose to make a difference in the world? Like actually practice saying it so that it feels natural, authentic to you and then Use a green highlighter to like underline or circle the words that feel really good. Okay, so next episode, I will talk about how do you then take that and start to write real sentences or collection of sentences that you can start to use in your job search materials on LinkedIn, the way that you introduce yourself, different ways so that you can start to use it more confidently. All right, y'all. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure you head over to ecmpodcast.com slash free course and sign up for my free job search training course. I teach you the three things that you need to know before you go into a job search process. My goal is to help you change careers with confidence and ease so you can move on with your life. I'll see you next week.